Hi, welcome to It's Fine, You're Fine, We're Fine, a spiritual journey transforming consciousness one conversation at a time. Guess what? In the grand scheme of eternity, we're all fine. Everything is fine. Join Tony and Dr. Matt in our weekly deep dive of all things healing, transformation, and awakening. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our all Q&A episode. So we're super excited because this episode is going to be a completely different format than what you're used to. And we're going to do these Q&A only episodes like every few weeks or so. So like you'll kind of hear these occasionally. And basically, we just kind of go through our list of questions that listeners are sending in and see which ones we haven't been able to get to on our regular podcast episodes. Or ones that maybe will take up more time than we would necessarily have in just one episode. So this is going to be fun. It's literally just us reading a question from a listener and then answering it and then doing another one and then just continuing to repeat that. And remember, if you have questions that you want to send in, whether those are addressed on an episode or a Q&A specific episode, send those in and we always just add them to the queue and then we'll you know, address them whenever we are able to. You can email those podcasts at it's fine online, or you can send them to our Instagram. It's fine. You're fine. We're fine. Or you can always send them to Tony or I specifically. Right. Anyway, it'll get to us. Our anchor. You can also leave questions and messages as well. Yeah. On, in voice notes. Yes. Too. Um, okay, Matt, let's our start. First question. Our first question. Okay. What is healing and transformation? So this can be like a very complex, like loaded question. Personally, like I've learned over the years how to simplify like healing and transformation and that being just learning to love yourself as you are. Right. Essentially being love, loving unconditionally, you know, like healing and transformation looks like doing, you know, like whether that may be therapy work, healing work, processing work, energy work, retreats, ceremonies, rituals, reading books, taking classes, unpacking our trauma or suffering, looking to see how those things have impacted us, expanding our awareness. You know, it really looks like all of those things, but the ultimate goal, it really is about getting to a point to where all of that is helping you or giving you access to that conscious choice of just loving yourself as you are, right? Because in healing and transformation work, sometimes we get so hyper-focused on like the the changing who we are and trying to like make ourselves the best version or better version of who we are. And that's okay as long as it's coming from a place of already loving ourselves as we are, even it may be like the worst versions of us that we think anywhere, the worst versions are our suffering versions. Because when we can first focus on loving those aspects of us as we are, then that allows us to be able to grow and expand from that space of love. But sometimes right. in healing and transformation, if we get so hyper-focused on like changing everything and making everything better, we're doing that out of fear. And so like your, your work that you're doing or the life that you're creating from that space is not being built on a strong foundation. And so it will fall apart eventually. Right. So yeah, love yourself as you are. Right. I would say the same, I would say the exact same thing. Like the whole purpose of this spiritual path is that 
we're getting to a place where we deeply and completely love ourselves exactly as we are. At the end of the day, like that's the end goal. Right. And then from that space of that full on unconditional love being love, we have full access to all of our creative life force energy. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we get to decide just through personal choice, conscious choosing desire, how we exactly how we want to use that creative life force and then what we want to build or experience or create in our life. And it can be amazing, expansive things, or it can be just like super simple, low key things. Neither is better than the other. Right. It all is valid. Yeah. Great. All right. So our next question is, this is a fun one. Is it dangerous to buy an antique mirror? I heard they need to be cleansed with sage. So is it dangerous to buy an antique mirror? It's not necessarily specifically dangerous automatically. So things, objects absolutely can hold energy, right? Reading the energy on objects is called psychometry. And so when you have an object that has been in a space, especially for longer periods of time, it can potentially hold the energy of what's occurring within that space. And then if you have someone who has a specific connection or like like a meaningful connection with that object, it's definitely possible for that to hold it. So when you think of buying something or bringing something into your home that someone has previously owned, it's not a bad idea to do some sort of cleansing, be that with sage, be that through meditation or whatever your processes are, just to kind of help reset that item or the object as a neutral energy so that then it can really just be a part of your space without bringing any other energies in that it might be associated with and influencing your space in any type of way. So yes, should you cleanse something that you're buying that's been previously owned before you bring it into your space? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. There's a fine line though with that, because to me, I feel I I go back and forth with mm. this because I feel like the underlying belief when I am doing something like that is that you know I we've talked about the question a friendly universe or a hostile universe. Right. And at times when I operate in those spaces I feel like am I doing this because my underlying belief is that it's I live in a hostile mm. universe is that something bad can happen to me and something that quote bad quote Mm -hmm. can happen quote to quote me. Right. (laughs) Um, So I would say, yes, something like an antique mirror. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, But in general, I try to just trust that the things that cross my path are for me. Absolutely. You know, like in in a way, what Tony's sharing about, like kind of is a way of, I guess, I don't want to think I want to use our cleansing, neutralizing right. the energy, right? Because like whatever you believe that thing is going to do, and this is any aspect of life, that's the experience you're going to have. So if you're choosing to relate to that thing, more of that like space of being so in your power, right? That you're not allowing yourself to give your power away to whatever influence of energy that particular object can be bringing into your space that in and of itself actually can be a practice and cleansing put those in air quotes 
whatever that object is because you're not allowing it to impact you, right? So when you're holding that space even vibrationally, and especially if it's like in your home or your office or wherever, where that whole, that whole space is the container of that you being in your power and being in that love space, that thing is going to be, whatever energy is there is going to be transmuted. Right. Period. So. Oh, yes, that's, yeah, it's such a great way of looking so at it. So I would say come which to that's it how I from, do both, it. from both angles. Yeah, but yeah. I do it more like like what Tony was talking about. Um, cleansing with sage, like, can work. But like I always tell clients, especially when I go do house clearings, is that, like, you know, when I do a house clearing, I don't just sage because saging something, or smudging something with sage just by itself doesn't do a whole lot. You have to create intentions while you were smudging with that sage like that plant vibrationally is a powerful plant and it can really do a lot for you but you have to kind of create those intentions as a way of kind of channeling the energy of that plant and how it can help you basically you have to tell it what you need it to do for you and it absolutely will so always make sure when you're smudging to be infusing intentions into that sage as it's clearing whatever space that you're doing yeah agree Cool. Right. All right. What's our next question? Um, what do your daily self-care routines look like? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? I, I can go first. Okay. Um, for me, my daily self-care routines, uh, you know, I think it kind of changes over time, mm -hmm. like what feels good in any, at any given uh, point in my life. Um, right now, I really value getting up in the morning okay like when i well everybody gets up in the morning duh but like I, mean everybody values it though. right but i love getting the all the juice out of my day so i like to be up as early as i possibly can um and as far as like and that's a way that i take care of myself it's yeah. a way that i give myself love by giving Especially myself time you didn't used to love getting up. No. <laughs> there was a time <laughs> there was a time when matt would come to get me for school and i would still be asleep yeah, and I would literally <laughs> let this bitch know, like, I'm on my way, knowing I'll be there in 10 minutes. I pull up into the driveway, and you're still in the bed. I'm like, you had a 10-minute warning, and you're still in the bed. He's, yeah. I can tell me times I had to sit in the damn driveway waiting. And this is the time of my life when I got real mad about people being late, too. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> you was in trouble every day. I was. Started the day in trouble. That tells you how much my life has transformed since then. Uh, uh, you might still get in trouble, but not because you're not getting out of bed. Right. Uh, but I love to get the most out of my day every day. Um, the thing that I found has most been the most transformational for me in the last, I'd say seven or eight years is that I spend a portion of my day every single day learning actively and consciously learning something, whether that's, um, you know, reading a book or, I take courses a lot. I take a lot of courses, not because I, you know, I'm trying to like gain all this information, but because I feel like it really activates and stimulates my creativity. And, um, and I do love to learn. Uh, so I spend a portion of my day, whether it's 30 minutes or three hours, um, learning because I love it. And, uh, what else? Coffee. It's part of my self care routine. Um, I I cook a meal every single day, whether that's something little or you know a full thing. But mm -hmm. wherever we are in the world, 
um, or in whatever setup we have, whether that's where. Yeah, this bitch can cook by a fire real right. <laughs> I was going to say whether we're on a cliffside campfire or in, you know, with a Viking uh, range. Um, I cook a meal almost every single day. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And uh, cook the best food. Yeah. I would say beyond that, everything that I do, it's like hard for me to narrow in what's a self care practice because mm -hmm. I really only do things now that are in alignment with loving myself. Mm -hmm. Every single thing that I do, I told you, I asked this, this question like, is this something that someone does that deeply and completely loves themselves. Yep. Am I doing, if doing, if I choose to do X, Y, and Z, is that an act of deeply loving myself? Um, Cause as we've just said, what, what is healing and transformation? It's all about getting to that place of, of self-love. Yeah. Like unconditional self-love. Yeah. Of that, you know, for me, I don't have like a specific self care routine of like things I do every day because I operate in the world based on how I feel every day. Mm -hmm. And so for me, you know, it's kind of depends on like what do I feel like I need that day, right? Like, do I need some alone time? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I want to like read something to learn? Do I want to listen to a podcast? Do I want to listen to music? Like, is it? taking a bath like what like it really just depends on what i feel like that i'm needing that day my biggest form of self-care that i really do do every day is always looking to see how can i like honor myself and like honor what my desires are honor what my needs are and then actually taking care of taking care of those you know like that's one of the the self-care pillars that I kind of talk to clients about. It's not always just the things that we do, the things that like help us feel good, but it really is also honoring ourselves and giving to us like what we need. And for me, like that kind of fills me up more than just like specific, like little routine practices that I can do every day. And right. I'm just not much of a routine person to begin with. <laughs> um, so yeah, so for me, like that's what my self-care routine looks like. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be different. Right. Okay. How do you practice healing daily? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Um, okay. So for me, what that looks like is, is it's, so at this point in my life, right? Like I've gone, I've gone to so many healers and therapists and coaches and life coach, life coaches and psychics. I said coaches instead of psychics um, and just so many different people, right. That I've had sessions with and healing experiences with. And of course, when I went to the healing school that I went to Delphi university, there's so many things that I learned and kind of gained and perspectives and healing that I did. And so now at this point in my life, like it really is a lot of just kind of that internal integrating all of those things and embodying those ways of healing so you know for me like it doesn't always look like kind of kind of with the self-care thing certain specific practices in terms of like external things that i'm doing it really is just always being aware of my my thoughts my beliefs my judgments like where i'm spending my energy then in checking to see like does that feel in alignment with who i'm committed to being that being love and if it's not then i look to see how can i transform whatever that is to bring it back into alignment 
And so for me, like that's kind of, you know, what my daily healing looks like because it's just constant awareness and then working to transform like whatever space I'm in, if it doesn't feel in alignment with who I'm committed to being and, and who you're committed to being is up for you to decide. For me, that's love. But you get to decide for yourself what that is. But I kind of use that as what I call my balance point to always know that, like, if I'm not being that, then I'm kind of out of balance and out of harmony and bringing myself back to love, whatever that might look like in the moment is how I bring myself back into balance and harmony. Great. What about you? Um, healing on the daily. Like I said, I do take a lot of courses. Um I would say that the one like healing practice that I do every single day um, is I pray. I pray mm. every single day. Yep. And I find when I get to a place where also that I want to judge or relationships that I have that maybe aren't exactly where I want them to be, I pray. I pray for them. I pray for myself. Um, I pray for the relationship and I found that that's been pretty powerful, uh, and, and healing. Um, and the other thing is that I often will ask myself throughout the day, like, what are my options right now? Like what's available to me right now? And that's really impactful as well. It's like checking in with the moment. Right. And like, what are the options right now? You know, what I mean by that is, um, you know, that's perfect for like, it's fine moments Mm because you get into these like moments or these situations or these uh, experiences. And instead of maybe not, not, living in congruency with who you are committed to being saying like, what are my options right now? Well, I have the option or the choice, like it's available to me right now to choose to be love. Mm -hmm. It's available right now for me to choose to forgive that person or to forgive myself or to give myself what I want or to love myself. Like, yeah. So I would say that that's a question that I ask like constantly okay. all day. What are my options in. here right now? Like um, yeah. Cool. Great. Okay. So our next question is we had a listener want to know like more about what Tony does specifically for work. So you do a couple of different things. Right. So I have so. an OnlyFans. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. For the next three months, you get free membership. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I kind of wish you were not kidding. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Um, maybe someday. Wow. No. Um, so I have, a, I do a couple different things. I do a lot of different things. I'm very typical Gemini in that. It's hard to narrow down. So let's start with, let's do one at a time. Let's do one at a time. What about like your operation chef thing that you okay. referred to in the last episode? So, right. So I'm the COO of a company, a brand that I built um, with my business partner and we make plant-based uh goods right protein powders drinks other things that i can't talk about yet okay um and our business is actually based in canada 
Um, and so, you know, I run all of the operations, make those type of those types of logistical and uh, creative and development decisions. And I developed all of these products mm-hmm. myself. Um, and yeah, that business partnership has um, allowed me to have a lot of other opportunities. And this all started because I was a chef. I was a vegan chef for several years. Well, even long before I actually got paid to be a vegan chef, I was a chef. Um, But I allowed that uh, one quote job title to expand in many directions to not necessarily be the quote traditional description of what you might believe a chef to be. Um, And so, yes, I do a lot of work with like menu development, chef development, or uh, recipe development, product development. Uh, And I've learned a lot in launching now multiple brands, multiple products over the course of four years or something like that, um, where now I've learned a lot about how to launch a business, how to get your brand identity completely aligned to what it, to your message uh, and the products and the services that you're trying to sell marketing, um, legit, like hardcore logistical things, uh, you know, how you get a product or a service from an idea to in your, in front of your customer in their hand. Um, so yeah, I've, that is one aspect. Um, and then I have, uh, also a coaching practice where I take on clients to basically kind of, um, help them uncover what it is that they are, here on the planet to do um, and help them organize a functioning business plan Mm -hmm. um, to launch their own businesses. And at times that looks like people that have like deep rooted careers um, in one area, but they're wanting to make a switch or they're, they're no longer fulfilled in that area. And they're like, well, I have no idea how to go about making the switch. Um, so we go through like what that is. A lot of that's mindset work mm-hmm. um, yeah. or people that want to start coaching practices or teaching practices, or they want to launch a course or any of these things. A lot of it too is artists that have incredible capability, artistic capability, and they have business capability. They just don't know it. Okay. <laughs> so helping people uncover those uh, those business skills or just giving them the tools to to simplify mm-hmm. that because it can seem really confusing when you think like oh like licenses and setting up a business and uh, you know setting up uh, an LLC and doing all this and money and taxes and uh, like branding and marketing and it's not as complicated as you would think. 
it is it, it does take work but it's not as complicated as you would think so be easier than you might think yes especially once you know what to do exactly and once you've done it like over and over right. and over and over and over again um so that's another aspect of what i do and then cool. uh i have another business partner that i work with um we do more passive we're set we are working on setting up passive streams of income we form an e-commerce company and doing some other things mm -hmm. to basically turn our income into assets so our assets can become our income mm. yeah <laughs> what about your ass <laughs> uh yeah and you know that's just what I do right now. I'm also doing this podcast. I have also been writing a book for the last year and a half. I I like to make money and have fun. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. You're a great musician too. Oh yeah. Whenever you're inspired to do it. I'm always inspired to do Yeah, it. one day we're gonna get Tony to come play us a song on the podcast. So anybody, y'all help me, because sometimes I almost have to bully her into doing it. So y'all help me show your support for wanting to hear Tony sing and play an awesome song on the podcast. They're probably going to get murdered later <laughs> for telling y'all this, but I think it would be amazing. And it would be an awesome gift for her to share with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm dead now. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, okay. Do you feel like that question was answered fully? Yeah, okay, yeah, I think you did great just giving a lot more detail in what you do. Damn. You know, and that question came from some people who like know me and what I do, but like don't fully know what Tony does. Um, so, you know, like we just had some people that wanted to kind of hear more specifics, which I think that was perfect. Great. Cool. Okay, so our next question, what do you do when it's sometimes hard to communicate with your significant other who is very spiritual and you are new to the scene? Um, I've never been on that perspective because I've always been the very spiritual bitch. Let's call Michael. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have anything, Tony, from your perspective? Oh, it's very, what to do? I mean, I can say, you know, in theory, what to do. It's very spiritual and you are new to the scene. I would say ask a lot of questions mm -hmm. and just have fun. Yeah. Like, you don't have to treat your spiritual's personal or your your partner's spiritual growth as like they're not god mm -hmm. you know i mean they are yeah, i was just gonna say don't put them on a pedestal but like talk to them about it like you would any it's not a hobby but mm -hmm. speak to them as about it as something like that it's mm -hmm. an interest that they mm -hmm. have spirituality is an interest mm -hmm. um and there's people that take that on as their like uh life Right. path and even if they have taken that on as their life path and their career even i think yeah ask questions um ask them even like hey i want to talk to you more about this are there things that i can do you recommend any resources or courses or books or send me any youtube videos that you really like and that's all great stuff just to get the conversation going yeah i know personally i'm being like usually the very spiritual one in those types of relationships when we have been with people who aren't as spiritual or at least not in the same way I am anyway. Um, you know, for me, like I love when they ask me questions. Yeah. Like I love like when they want to know more about like what I know or what I do. I don't know for me, because it's been a way of life for over half my life. Like 
it doesn't like i don't know it's i guess in a way it's like those conversations are just so much my norm that it doesn't always stand out to me as like oh there's people that may not know about a lot of these things right. unless they're actually asking me about it right um so i know like I'm never annoyed or bothered if someone like is asking me questions or like wants to know more. And then, you know, for sure, like don't put your partner on a pedestal just because maybe it seems like they may know more. All they, they just know differently, right? right? It's not that they know more. It so, and then of course, like you can do your own studying too. Like kind of when, you know, Antonio is mentioning like other resources, if you feel like that you don't want to constantly just be asking your partner, but I'm guessing like if that's their way of life, that they're never going to be bothered by you asking them questions about it. Like they're probably more than anything going to be excited to share and that you're showing so much interest. Yeah. And if you're really that worried about it, say like literally what is one phrase that you recommend that I Google mm -hmm. or that I type totally. into YouTube and then you take it from there, whatever, yeah. you know, that's the beauty that we have with something that is available now, mm -hmm. the fucking internet, right? Um, YouTube, like you start watching one thing about one, you know, an hour later, you're watching something that's tied in, but not exactly that thing. It's a way to really quickly expand your knowledge. Yeah. Um, and then I would say like, in terms of like the communication piece that like this question was touching on so specifically that like, they just may take time, right? Like, and there's no set amount of time that that might be for y'all to really kind of find that common ground to where you kind of start to learn how to speak their language a little bit and where they learn how to start to speak your language a little bit. Um, so yeah, try that. Okay, great. Um, next question is, where do I start? What do I do first? Wow. <laughs> like asking this question and listening to this podcast is a really, yeah. really great start. You know, I would say like, where do I start? Like what to do first? Like it's really just following what you feel interested in. If there's something that like, maybe you've heard a word or a term that someone has mentioned, find out more about that. If you feel like that there's like maybe like certain books or that keep popping up onto your path, read those books. If there are like healers or coaches or therapists that you keep hearing about, like, like sometimes just follow the signs, right? Like of maybe any kind of direction or guidance that's even coming from the universe. Like no matter where you start, you're going to learn so much and it's going to get you where you're going and i know especially in the beginning because even though it's been a long time since i've been on the beginning i remembered that it's like felt like there's so many things to learn about so i just kept picking one thing and learning about that and then if and that took linear. me somewhere yeah exactly it's not linear most of the time so. those things would take me on to something else and so then i'd learn about that and just follow what you feel interested in yeah absolutely Follow what you want to know more about and I would say start wherever you're at, just start now. I mean, like I said, if you're listening to this podcast though, and uh, asking this question, you've already started. So guess exactly. good news. You've already started. Mm -hmm. um, and what to do first, you've already done the first thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then give it time. Yeah. Right. Like there's no deadline. Like Tony was saying, it's not linear. So there's like no deadline or end goal or destination or like race that you're running. So like, 
just give it time. It's fine. Well, and I know for me personally, I've had like one set, you know, I've gained a certain amount of knowledge on, a, you know, a handful of topics and felt like I had raised my consciousness to this particular level. And then in furthering that consciousness, mm -hmm. realizing like the more I know, the less I know. Right. which means the more that I know, which means the less that I know. Uh -huh. And that's what I'm saying. It's not linear, you know, spirituality and the way that we're evolving our consciousness. Like you will never know right. it all. You literally have eternity to know whatever you want to know. So and then start some. where you are and see where that takes you. Right. And have fun. Yeah. Do the things that are, are fun and interesting maybe they're not quote fun right because <laughs> some of this stuff Especially is not we fun dive into our trauma and transform our suffering but it's still so helpful but whatever you're most i would say drawn or attracted mm -hmm. to start there and just follow it yeah. like the breadcrumbs your intuition will guide you so just listen to it right and and uh yeah whatever i would say like there's no recommended like jumping off point yeah. um like yeah it could be so different depending on what your specific needs are like it took me years to ever be interested in meditation like mm -hmm. years yeah. like i was already like deep into plant medicine before <laughs> i was doing meditations which is you would think that some of that might come first but you know it's mm -hmm. it's a it's not a linear thing yeah. those things various aspects will align and resonate when they're meant to. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you still feel overwhelmed by all the op by the possibilities and opportunities and you feel like you don't know like for your specific path what that could look like, you can always reach out to Tony and I and book a session with either one of us and we can help you kind of navigate more specifically where you are and give you some direction. Yeah. So it's always a possibility too. It's always okay to ask people for help and when what that could look like for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I know who I can trust in the spiritual world? There seems to be some scamming within the community. This is, oof, this is a juicy one. You know, initially I'm always going to say follow your intuition, right? Like if you feel like that you can trust that person, go for it. If you don't feel like you can't, then don't go for it. Now, obviously that then takes people typically into, well, what if I don't know if I can trust my intuition? Like, what if I don't even know, like, what my intuition is telling me? Right. So, you know, how I'm going to answer that question on a more expansive level is to trust that whatever experience you're coming into alignment with, even if it's a scammer kind of experience, that you're still going to be learning something. Right. And maybe it is as simple as learning about your intuition, because maybe you had a nudge before you like really dove into that experience and a part of you is like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do this, but then maybe you do anyway. And then you find out that it was a scammer or not authentic. So, you know, anything that you are experiencing, you're going to learn something. So like, don't try to get too obsessed in the like, is this the right path or is this the wrong path? And just follow wherever you feel called to and then see where it takes you. Yeah, I would say that about not only the spiritual path, but even mm -hmm. relationships and things. Totally. We can have like a totally. a preconceived idea of like, well, what if what if this person might they might do this or they could be doing that or they might like cheat on me or they might like change or they might lie to me someday. Like they might. Mm -hmm. And if that happens, you're definitely going to learn something from it. Yeah. 
I'm not saying seek out experiences that you know are harmful to you, but I would also say don't close your off close yourself off from experiences simply because you think there is a possibility that you might have an experience that is not necessarily what you would have chosen for yourself. Sometimes you don't know until you show up and see. And that's okay. Right. Every single thing that happens, remember, it's happening for you. So right. and the worst that's going to happen is maybe you find yourself in some kind of cult. If so, hopefully it's one that you can get the hell out of. If so, call us because we both got out of one. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that have been in like an actual real legit cult, like it's not on that level at all. But if you're there right. and you need support in that, reach out to us and we can help you find the support that you need. Yes, for sure. Um, Okay. Next question? Yeah. Cool. So next question is, what is the best practice to take what we learn, like just in our healing and transformation journey and into our daily lives? Like maybe any certain like routines of how we can really integrate those learnings into our everyday life. Well, that's what we created It's Fine For, to use as a mantra to, you know, in those moment to moment situations integrating that it's fine Mm -hmm. now what you know what what i like kind of use or like that question makes me think about is for me like how i use Mm self-talk as the thing to constantly be kind of integrating like everything that i've been learning whether that be like through a session with like a healer or a therapist or a life coach or something I learned in like a workshop or a ceremony or a retreat or just in a conversation with someone. Right. And I actually always learn new things and channeling for other people. So maybe if there's something new I've learned when I was channeling for a client in some way, you know, and then like, I just kind of keep reminding myself of those things through self-talk and then looking for those opportunities, or I should say noticing those opportunities of when I can actually then put that idea or concept or teaching or learning or moment of healing into practice, because we're going to have so many opportunities throughout every single day to integrate those things that we're learning. And so, yeah, so for me, it's just like having the conscious awareness and using the self-talk so that I notice when I'm falling into like old stuck patterns and then using that self-talk to talk myself through those moments. Right. And that's the same thing that we've said with like, just asking yourself uh, that I was saying earlier, asking yourself those questions. Like, yep. is this something that somebody does with, that deeply is deeply committed to loving themselves or mm-hmm. what are, what options are available to me right now? How do I most want to feel? And I feel like asking yourself those questions will really have you, it just, it literally gives you thousands of opportunities throughout the day to choose exactly what it is that you want to experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not thousands, but definitely a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on your journey. But I would say as far as like actual, like, it's, it's hard to say because when we take on knowledge, like when we're taking on information the the information is integrated in the way that we do things like you know oprah says when we know better we do better Mm -hmm. so just remember that you don't have to worry about like how am i going to use this knowledge and make plug it in and make it work in my daily routine uh trust yourself 
Because you got this. Yeah. You have a brain. You have consciousness. You're a fierce bitch. Act like it. And you're a fierce bitch. Okay. Um, Okay. Our next question. How do I know if I need healing? You were born as a human being on the planet Earth right now. So you're probably going to need some healing. (laughs) But like, basically, if you feel stuck then you probably need some healing. If you're in any sort of pain, you need some healing. If you're suffering in any type of way, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you feel like you have no direction in your life, mm-hmm. if you feel like you don't know who you are, you don't know what your purpose is, if there's any level of uncomfortability or pain or suffering or just not enoughness in any version in your life, then in any area, yeah, yeah, then you probably need some healing. And everyone's journey of like, you know, how much healing they need and what type of healing they need is going to look different. So just start reaching out to any resources, even if that's as simple as messaging Tony or I and saying like, I feel like I need healing, but I don't know where to start. We can either direct you to some places or you can come see either of us for a session and then we can help you support you in that journey. Yeah. So basically most people are going to need some healing. Right. If you, like Tony said, if you alive right now on the earth. Right. Well, and I'm just, I mean, as we've talked about in previous episodes, being born into a human body, like choosing to incarnate in a human body, we're here to release karmic, you know, lessons yeah. and to learn karmic lessons. And because of that, we're oftentimes carrying traumas from not only things that have happened in this life but many many lives previous to this and the whole point is to get to a place of self-love and to Mm -hmm. to not carry the traumas further they can stop in this incarnation stop allowing basically what we're doing is transforming the hold and that those things have on us to a space of having freedom from that that trauma and that suffering. Yeah. And that's available to everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take up one more question. How long do we use our affirmations before they become integrated? That's a good one. Okay. So how affirmations work, they are empowering belief systems that we use to help us recondition our limiting belief systems. So how affirmations work is they recondition the brain. So in conditioning, that means it requires a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. Like let's even say it requires consistent repetition over extended periods of time. I remember when I was younger, I used to think that like affirmations, like do them a couple times and then like I wouldn't really see any results. So I'd stop using them. But then what spirit kind of taught me, you know, I got the science behind affirmations and I kept that like consistency and that repetition. And I allowed myself to keep doing it for those extended periods of time. I started recognizing that they really like were working. So in terms of like, is there kind of a stopping point of using your affirmations? I would say no. There will become a point when maybe like you are noticing that you don't need to do them as often. Because over time with that repetition, you notice they have become more integrated. And now that's becoming kind of more of your way of life that you're like consciously choosing from rather than those limiting belief systems. But there still might be moments or opportunities occasionally to where you have to kind of bring those affirmations back in in the moment. Um, So, yeah, so it just kind of depends on your journey and where you're at. Yeah, I would say the exact same, the exact same thing. Echo, echo. And it also is going to vary on what it is that you're 
working to mm -hmm. affirm because yeah. if you're affirming, I have a million dollars, I'm a millionaire, check in with what your resistance is to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because if you are resistant to believing that, meaning your life is set up not to reflect that and your your belief systems are not set up to reflect that, then you're probably going to have a hard time seeing I'm a millionaire in, yeah. in a month or two, yeah. you know? Um, but I would say that also connect or be conscious of the way that you're using your affirmations. It's not just about saying the same thing over and over again. You, you have to be intentional with mm -hmm. this practice, you know? Yeah, you have to touch that space of belief that it can be possible. It doesn't have to be that in this moment I'm saying this is true. You have to at least be able to access the space that I'm accepting that it's possible that this can be true for me. Right. If you're not feeling anything when you say it, it's not connected to, to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not, there's no, like, nothing for it to grab onto. Right. You know? And if, like, you are just starting there, that's okay. Because sometimes, like, it's just there to plant seeds. But, you know, ideally, like, you do want to get to that space, like, where you're feeling some sort of connection. Or, like, like in a way that, like, it feels like that affirmation maybe inspires you or right. empowers you or motivates you in some type of way. If you say an affirmation and you literally have... You're, you feel indifferent, it's maybe pick a different affirm yeah. <laughs> affirmation. And that's okay. I mean, I know Matt and I both have had different affirmations that we've used at different times in our lives because mm -hmm. we've been taking on different areas of our growth at yeah. different times, you know? Um, so and I have on my blog on my website, a blog post that I've written about how affirmations work. So I'll make sure to put that in our link on our bio on our Instagram so that you, if you feel like you need some additional support on affirmations, you can go read that. And I do have a lesson on affirmations in my Foundations of Healing course, which is just like a self-guided online course that I've created. And that's also on my website. So I'll put a link to that in the link tree as well. Great. Cool. And remember, we would love to hear all the questions that you have. If you don't think that it connects to the podcast or you're unsure, just send it to us anyway, and we can, you know, help you determine that. You can always email them, podcast at itsfine.online, and you can send them to us on our Instagram. It's fine. You're fine. We're fine. Or any other way that you know how to get a hold of us. Yes. That's totally fine. We love it. Yeah. And, you know, like, like we kind of mentioned a couple times, if these questions have in any way left you feeling like you still need some kind of personal individual one-on-one -on -one support tony and i both are available like so you know whoever you feel like you just resonate or align with you can reach out to us for me you can reach out to me just through my website belovehealings.com which there is a link there in the link tree on our instagram and i just really focus on helping people like own their power transform whatever's getting stuck in the way. I primarily work with other types of healers, people who work being of service, teachers, anyone in that realm. But if you don't know if you fit that, just reach out. Please. Yeah. You can reach out to me on uh, my website, 
www.tonycoronado.com. Um, you can also find a link to my Instagram and my website on our link tree in our bio on our Instagram at mm. it's fine. You're fine. We're fine. Um, and yeah, we Thank love doing this. Yeah. Thank you all for being willing to just kind of do a little different thing with us today in our Q and a episode and know that like in a couple months, we'll do another one of these. So if we ever don't get to your questions on the individual episodes, then we definitely will on this. And remember, like, feel free to share any it's fine moments that you've had, or if there's any ways that our podcast helps you transform in any type of way, we're always open to hearing just stories that you have that you feel like you might want to share with us. We always want to hear from you. Yeah. And I think that really helps us to continue to bring even more and more or refine even more and more what it is yeah. that um, our listeners and our yeah. clients are, are looking for. And if there's topics of things that you want to know more about in the world of healing, transformation, awakening, spirituality, new age, metaphysics, anything in that realm, just let us know. We do have the next like month and a half or so of episodes already kind of lined up, but we're definitely happy to start, you know, putting some of those in the queue of what you're curious about. Yeah. Great. Thanks for listening, Have everyone. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at It's Fine, You're Fine, We're Fine. And check the link in the bio to find out how to work with us and what we're up to. And remember, it's fine, you're fine, we're fine. Your journey is all in perfect order. Thanks for listening.